This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. It is Thursday. You know what that means. We bring back Jonathan to tackle important topics. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing great. How are you, Michael? I'm doing very well. So there's a couple of things I want to hit in this video. One is the Fed. And then the other, again, assuming we have a split Congress, our Joe Biden had some, some changes he was going to propose to real estate, real estate investing. I thought we should touch on those. So which, uh, which one do you want to hit first? Let's let's hit the tax proposals first. Okay. So let's let's talk about them. You know, the list is uh, as I remember, there was talk about uh, eliminating the 1031 exchange. Uh, there was talk about eliminating the stepped up basis at death, uh, and then there's been talk around capital gains. Uh, does one of those pull on your heartstrings more than others? Well, I think you know the the 1031 exchange was the one that had real estate investors most mm-hmm. anxious. Okay. Um, you know, even though, say, for what I do, syndications, this is not really that relevant because you can't syndicate, you can't 1031 a syndication unless your whole LLC stays together and all the investors go hmm. along. So it's not, uh, it's, it's, it doesn't really touch my world as much, yeah. but it, but it is, a, it is an important topic for real estate investors. It feeds into their calculations. Of oh, what deals, I, I've deal, used it many times. Yeah, what deals are worth, exactly. And it really does help you build wealth mm-hmm. by allowing you to, to kick that can down the road and the, and the, and the, the the complement to it is the stepped up basis on death, right? Because Agreed. you can basically, people, I think a lot of people mistakenly think of 1031 as a get out of jail free card where you don't have to pay the tax anymore. You, you do. You do. You're only deferring the tax. You're not wiping the tax obligation yes. away. But what happens is when you die, your, your estate goes through probate, right? And even if you don't pay estate tax because you're below the threshold, you're deemed to have paid tax on it. And so all that tax is paid, even though you fall below the threshold, or if you go above the threshold, if you're lucky enough to be having a state of more than $11 million, you pay some state tax that wipes out your obligation and your, your heirs get it with a stepped up basis, which means that let's say, you know, you bought it for a million, it's worth 10 when you die, you're rather than having $9 million of gain, your heirs take it at 10, they can sell it the next day for 10 and pay zero tax because they have zero gain. Yep. So that, so that, that is a big thing for real estate investors too, who are thinking about what, handing off to their children. So both of these things were on the table in, in Joe Biden's uh, tax proposal and, and they will be, and, and they will, they will pass the house of representatives, right? No doubt. I mean, like, I believe that they will, Sure. that some, that he's going to, he's going to make his tax plan, you know, within the first month probably of being in office and mm. it, it'll it sure some things will get negotiated even in the house but it'll pass the house largely intact and then it'll just be doa in the senate right it so yeah uh, it's not going anywhere in the not, senate unless the democrat even and, and actually i want to say even if the democrats wind up with 50 senators my belief is it does not pass the senate right because i just don't without like because you've got conservative Democrats in the Senate, you've got people who own real estate in the Senate. I mean, it's just not, 
I just, yeah. I just, and, and the thing is the 1031 has been around forever, right? So I just don't see this as being something that, uh, that goes away, especially, I mean, if you can imagine the full court press that the real estate industry uh -huh. will, put, will put on Congress to save it, I, I just don't, I just can't imagine how this goes away. But if the Republicans retain the Senate as, it, as looks very likely, then I, I think that, you know, for, uh, for uh, optics and politics purposes, Biden will propose it, uh, it'll pass the House, they'll make a big stink of it, and the Republicans will kill it, and then there'll be a lot of finger pointing, and yeah. you know, My, every, and everyone will make as much political hay out of as out of it as they can, uh, but it won't go anywhere. So, so real estate investors, my take is, my call is, your 1031 is safe, yeah. your stepped up basis is safe, and the capital gains tax, same thing applies to all this. Uh, it's it's also nothing's going to happen. Uh, there, yeah. Now there are other things, you react, and then there's some other things I want to talk about. Yeah. I, so first, in mass, I, I actually am starting to believe if 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 we have the split Congress, and again, this is only this is assuming Biden wins because we've already covered all the if Trump stays in office part. Um, I think Biden is, or his advisors, or whoever is going to be doing this, they're a little smarter. I don't even think he's going to tackle his tax plan mm. early. I I think he's I think he's smart enough to know that he wants a win, mm. and that's true. I think all this, I think, I think his tax plan's dead in the water. I think to everything, it's just not going to happen. Um, so when I look at the three things, I think the 1031 exchange is the safest. I, I give that a 0% chance. Uh, the stepped up basis is not quite zero. Maybe it's three or 4%, but very, very unlikely. You could see enough people saying, we'll do that at some threshold. Maybe it's mm -hmm. 20, maybe it's 50 million. I could see them putting in a number that allows Biden to say he won, but it impacts half a percent or you know mm. 0.3% of the population. So I give them that. And then the capital gains one, there might be enough, you know, if you go back to the old numbers or something. So again, I don't think it's likely, but it's it's not zero like 1031. It's not 3% like stepped up. It's probably like 10 or 15%. So pretty unlikely, but that's how I kind of organize them. And I don't think he's going to go after all of them. I think, I think, I think all or nothing approaches are dead in the water. I think anything that gets done is very skinny. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And I, I think what the kind of wild card in, the, in, in this now is that a lot of, so when you have a big tax bill, the Congressional Budget Office has to score it, right? Yeah. And it's supposed to be tax revenue neutral, right? And so when they did the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, the way that they got around, the way that they got a huge tax cut to be revenue neutral was that the tax, that act built in like it, tax increases inside the act, right? So taxes are going up even if nothing happens, right? right. So if we have gridlock in Congress, taxes are going up because that's the way that legislation was was written to, to meet the CBO requirement, right? Mm. So- uh, that Congress has imposed on itself, right? They have to be re revenue neutral. Cool. So what's going away is, you know, bonus depreciation is being phased out, yep. right? We, we know that. Um, mm -hmm. There's actually some tax cuts for regular normal people on the income side that are also, mm. those taxes are going up. I think a lot of people don't realize that because they made such a big deal about tax cuts, but, you know, obviously, and also time to be after the election when people would forget, Yeah. but it's people's taxes are going up if nothing else happens. So I think maybe there is some room for negotiation around this 
where if the Republicans want to extend, the Democrats are going to say, oh, taxes going up, you know, what do we care? <laughs> right. But uh, there, there's, there's no, I don't think real dem- democratic constituency for saying, Hey, let's go cut these taxes or, or, but the Republicans are going to want to, right. And they're going to want to extend those. And that was the plan all along was because, you know, the thing about the, the way the CBO the, those rules work. If there's a new tax bill, then they just do it all over again. Right. So just kick that can down the road again, right? So they'd they'd go and pass another tax bill with a whole new a whole new accounting, and they could extend that. They could keep on doing it forever. Right. You know, and and you know revenue could could could, could fall all along, but it would be revenue neutral because of the way that the anyway, it's you know, it's yeah. Congress. So so the point is, I think that there's some, I think that there may be some opportunity for some negotiation around that. Which would then revol- involve some horse trading, and and then that's where you might see stuff like the salt tax deduction restored, because that's sure. a big issue for Democrats, right? Because the blue states yeah. were, you know, hit depending hard. on how depending on how you look at it, were targeted for hit, being hit hard or happened to get hit hard, depending on how you look at it. Um, but that's something that's that's okay. important for 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 blue state Democrats to get rid of. And then, so that there might be some room for kind of trading around yeah. there. And then, who knows? Maybe you're right. Like at the margins, maybe we get like a little capital gains tax increase or a little something here somewhere else. But, um, but I think largely, like you said, it's going to be skinny. Whatever happens, yeah, uh, it's just going to be at the margins. I don't see any major changes coming because of just the general sort of gridlock situation that we're going to yeah, be back it's, back it's, in. It's it's uh, it's going to be an interesting four years. So that brings me to the conversation of the Fed, and I'll say Powell. I guess there's really two conversations there. First and foremost, I think th- I think there's an argument to be made that um, Powell may be the most important or most powerful person now, right, in a split yeah. Congress. I, <laughs> I think his uh, his leadership in the Fed. Uh, is that. So they're going to come out. They're going to release some notes today. I guess I want to do two conversations on the Fed. One is, um, you know, what do you think they're, what do you think their message is going to be? Because I think it's kind of continues. And then the other question is, again, assuming Biden gets in, do you think Powell stays or do you think Biden, you know, nominates someone else? (coughs) I don't know. I mean, I don't get the sense that there's been a big amount of dissatisfaction with Powell, the way that Powell has run the Fed. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't, I mean, the only seem, the only person who's ever said fire Powell is Trump. Who, who <laughs> That's pointed true. Him, That's right. True. Nobody. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody else say we got to get rid of this guy because he's making a mess of it. Right. Okay. So Trump just got annoyed when they started raising interest rates, which was the thing that they had said that they were going to do. And yep. You know, frankly, I think there's a good argument they should have kept up with it. It was just because Wall Street started screaming bloody murder that they they backed off on it, but there was no indication that the economy couldn't handle higher interest rates, right? right. So three, three and a half percent unemployment, you can raise on, you can raise you, interest. You rates would think, right? <laughs> if you can't do it, then you can't do it ever, frankly, right? So Agreed. this is all about Wall Street. You know, the Fed Temper wanted tantrum. to, the, yep. the, yeah, the Fed wanted to normalize interest rates. It was what they needed to do, what they should have done, what the economy needed. But Wall Street, you know, Wall Street runs stuff and they don't care about the rest of us. So uh, they, uh, you know, they 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 caused that to stop. Um, yeah. But the um, but other than than that, like I I, I think he'll stay. I think he'll okay. serve out the rest of his term, um, and maybe even get renominated. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't see I don't 
they're just ha- I just haven't heard anybody calling for his head. Yeah, I think I think you're no. right. I mean, again, he he was the one person negotiating with good faith with the Democrats, Nancy specifically. No. You know, there's it's pretty well known that Nancy and, and Trump haven't spoken in over a year. Um, you know, so yeah, I think you're right. I think I think he is generally um, respected, and yeah, I, I I think I think he sticks out his term, and I think there's a good chance he gets renominated. I, I agree. Yeah, I, uh, I I I think that could you know, could happen. So um, then, you know, what do they do? I mean, I, you know, look, I think, I think Powell now is in a kind of an unenviable <laughs> situation because he's been very publicly out there saying the Fed has done all it can do. And help me. Help me. You need, we need to pass stimulus. That's what the economy needs. And, um, and now he's, we're in a situation where I, look, I think you and I, think stimulus is going to happen by the end of the year but there it's there's no, there's no guarantee no guarantee that this no. is going to happen and, and if it doesn't get passed by the end of the year i think the chances get less so then then powell is uh then then the fed has got to start coming up with like god knows what they're i mean none of it sounds good to me negative interest rates or more quantitative easing or, or loaning to small mom and pop businesses yeah, or, or buying whatever. stocks or, Ugh. you know, like, like intervening in the markets or, uh, I mean, just none of it, it s- sounds appealing, you know, monetizing the debt, modern monetary theory, like, I, like, I, like all these, none of this sounds like a good option yeah. to me. And, I but I think, I think that they may have no choice though. And that, that if yeah. Congress can't oh, act, scary. Congress can't act, and look, maybe that would be the thing that would scare them to into overcoming their differences and at least at least agreeing on the areas where they can agree. Yeah. But uh, but I mean, I think I I would not want to be Powell. No. Right now. No. Yeah. This is what I think is going to happen. Again, we we have we don't have a decision yet about the presidency. Um, I think Powell. I think the Fed chair in general wants to stay non-political. So I think any message that comes today is very low key, almost, almost nothing. Doesn't want to create any waves, right? He wants to wait. But as soon as there's a decision, Powell and all the other Fed chairs start jumping up and down about, we need stimulus. We, we, can't, yeah. we can't do everything. We, we, we've carried our water farther than we, we can. Uh, your turn to pick it up. And yeah. I think they're going to get louder and louder and more consistent. And it could become a daily drumbeat. I think they have, I think they, I think the Fed in general Fed chairs are, um, I, I guess I'll say too nice. It's time to be blunt. Uh, stop coaxing your words and just call it what it is. Yeah, it, it's. Uh, you don't really want it to go that way, but that's that's the way it's going. But I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. I saw somebody post this on Facebook the other day. Okay. And I I and I'm just before I give you my reaction to it. I, yeah. I would love your reaction. This is really out of left field. You're going to be surprised by the question. Okay. But should we, should the the chairmanship of the Federal Reserve be an elected office? Oh. The argument being that somehow if the Fed chair were res- responsible to the electorate, that they would pick quote unquote better policies 
which in, no, in, the person, in, the, in the case of the poster was that they would raise interest rates as they need. We'd go back on the gold standard or like yeah. all kinds of different things. I don't, uh, I, again, first blush again. Yeah. That's, that's a question I haven't thought about. I, uh, I don't think it's an elected position. I think anytime there is elected position and just look at what we're going through today, you pander to half the country. I think the, the fed official non being non-elected can look at it and make a decision for the country. I think elected positions mean you have at least internal biases or you have biases to, uh, you know, whoever your super PAC is. I, I think if the Fed was an elected position, we'd be worse off long term. Yes, there may be incremental better decisions along the way, but I think overall elected positions are have too many biases and are inherently not okay. So I, I'm first blush, not a fan. Yeah, I think it would be terrible. Okay, and good. <laughs> I think it would wind. I think it would wind up even worse than it is today. Yes. The the reason being that if the Fed chair ran for office, the Fed chair would need to raise money exactly. to run, and who would give him the money? It would be Wall Street, and who? Because nobody else would be interested in this. Like oh, most yeah. people are not geeks who are thinking about monetary policy, <laughs> exactly. right? And and uh, you know, the 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 gold standard guys out there are like a small but vocal minority who probably don't have a lot of money to donate to this anyway. Yeah. It would be ignored. It, it, you'd wind up basically Wall Street giving the guy or the candidates, whoever they are, right? Yeah. Wall Street would just invest in both sides yeah. so that so it wouldn't matter who won. And totally agree. The, and and what they would want in return was like, you know, low interest rates, negative interest rates, like whatever boosts Wall Street is what they would be paying for. Oh, and yeah. I think and whatever independence the Fed has Gone. Would be completely gone. Totally agree. And, and I think it would be a, just, it's just a horrible idea that would be counter, that would be even worse than what we have now. Totally if, agree. If, if what you want is a Fed that, you know, might raise interest rates, something, you know, try to restore the credit, the, the, the dollar to its rightful place in the world or whatever it is that, is that you want. I don't think getting, having an elected Fed is the way to get there. Totally agree. Totally agree. Very cool, Jonathan. This has been a lot of fun. We got one more topic. <laughs> 